here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Mangawung. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Social conversations now. I'm glad that this conversation is going to be a light one because you know, I'm heating up in the studio. I'm sweating. <laughs> and uh, I, I simply think it's because we're going to be speaking to a great young South African entrepreneur. This entrepreneur has uh, started his own footwear brand. Uh, his name is Stuart Rashid Tobeha, founder of Landlords of Footwear. I've got the privilege of having a pair of these. And if you don't, I'm what are you waiting for? Why are you not proudly South African? Rashid, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Sis Patricia, um, I'm grateful. I appreciate it. I hope you well. Oh, I, I'm, I'm heating up in the studio, Rashid. <laughs> I think it's because I'm not wearing my landlord uh, foot gear. Maybe that was going to keep me cool. Tell us what inspired your journey. I mean, when did you start this entrepreneurial journey? Because it's not an easy one. Yeah, oh, well, uh, a lot of us actually take it back to high school. You know, from 2006, we always had something going on selling music, selling CDs, T-shirts, and you fast forward, go to school, I'm in varsity, get a job, and you eventually walk away from the corporate space and, you know, decided to pursue it. Uh, Give my whole attention to it. And... Yeah, it did. You know, it brought us here today. We have landlords, footwear. But yeah, there's always been other things that we were doing that were not obviously on on the spotlight on social media, etc. So the the footwear uh, industry is one that's uh, bubbling in South Africa. We've seen a lot of brands come up uh, w- with uh, landlords' uh, footwear. I mean, what inspired the, yeah. the, the the sneaker brand or range as opposed to any other footwear? You could have done Imbatata, man. You could have done no kick and Boboza. Uh, what inspired sneakers more than any other type of footwear? I think I think for me, how I approach things, it's 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 I. You take a look at at what is currently popping in the country. Right now, it's it's footwear. A lot of people are trying to get into that space. But for a mere fact that you have over 60 million South Africans, including uh, African nationals that came from other African countries, it clearly shows that we are not even enough. You know, uh, when we're talking about sneakers specifically, you only have two major brands that are very, very popular, and the rest are still bubbling under. So it's about it's about trying to get a piece of the cake. It's about positioning yourself to get a certain cut from the bigger cake. And we are not enough. We still need more so that I guess the competition as well becomes interesting because it's a, you know, it's a marathon. 
at the end of the day. It's about the overall marathon. It's not about how you started. Uh, it's about how you're going to end. And so the inspiration comes from the love of shoes. I'm more into shoes, but since I jumped into the sneaker space, I always uh, have to wear sneakers to obviously portray, show, depict that I do wear the brand. I embrace the brand. And, you know, I walk the talk, you know, personally, I'm, I'm one person that, that really walks the talk. I, I, you know, I embrace everything that I do. So the inspiration is just the love of fashion, the love of footwear, shoes, good shoes. And uh, landlords of footwear are good shoes. I won't lie. All right, let's talk manufacturing. <laughs> and the manufacturing process is what I always ask myself about um, because mm. it, it should be capital intensive if you want good quality. It should involve a mm. lot of uh, different um, parties in this game. So maybe mm. t take us through you know, where you got the funding, who, um, not necessarily names, yeah. but what sort of, you know, parties had to come together to manufacture your brand? That's a good question. Uh, manufacturing, it's expensive, especially when you're doing things like shoes, because you can't, when you're doing things like sneakers, let me put it that way, not a shoe. A shoe can be made in the streets. We've seen people doing shoes, leather, soles, but now when it comes to sneakers, there's certain machinery that is required uh, for molding the sneakers, for molding the sole. And <clears throat> now when it came to the funding, uh, previously I had, uh, we had a restaurant that we had to close due to COVID-19. And we started, for example, selling some of the assets to put up the money and I personally had to sacrifice before before the sneaker hula baloo started. Before the sneaker hula baloo started, I had already started the journey, you know, and I decided to move from a cottage and stayed in a shack umkuku for three years. I thought that I was going to stay in the shack for like uh, twelve months, but it ended up going to three four years. And during that phase, money was saved. Uh, money was safeguarded so that I can make the dream a reality. And I spoke with certain individuals that I know and said, yo, give me 2,000, give me 3,000, give me 5,000, chip in. And not a lot of people were listening to the crazy idea because they don't believe it until you do it. But eventually, some of, uh, I guess, people, gentlemen that know me from a personal level and know my drive, listened and they chipped in whatever that they had. And uh, I felt like I wanted to also know more about the footwear space in the, in the continent. I traveled a bit, traveled a bit, came back home. And I gave birth to the first 300 pairs. Now, the manufacturing side of it, it's very expensive, as I said. And the, uh, the companies that will do the manufacturing for you dictate, dictate you on how many pairs you can make. So those 300 pairs, they cost us over 100,000. And I could have bought another Polo. I could have bought, 
I could have done a lot of young, young, young people things, but I decided to give birth to a business with the belief that, you know, the highest human act is to inspire. I can inspire somebody just by storytelling what I'm doing beside my personal successes or assets, but just showing you the blueprint that it's doable as long as you want to do it, you know, and. And and I think that uh, young people need to, to consider because you're a young person. It's doable as long as you want to do it and you can persevere and you've got your uh, your 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 priorities correct like you're saying you could have bought another car and become mm -hmm. a flashy young person but you didn't you reinvest mm -hmm. into the business um, look earlier on i was speaking to mr matlangwa around uh the unemployment rate in the last quarter of 2022 mm -hmm. uh, rashid what what can you say to young people you know who are currently facing unemployment, they've graduated, others can't get access to higher education, uh, but they've got their grade 12 certificate. What can you say to them uh, with regards to starting a business? I know it's not for everyone, but for those who want to try, uh, what are the uh, learning curves and, and nuggets that you can give them? The, the 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 fact of the matter is we are Africans. We are born in a continent called Africa, and it has its ups and downs. But Africa is still in its rawest form, with so much opportunities and potential that can be that we can take advantage of. Even though they require money, I always I've I've always said money is not really the Money shouldn't be the main thing that holds your dreams and aspirations because usually when you put in a lot of work, when you go out there and sell yourself because you need to be selling yourself out there, some people will listen and they will give you that, that benefit of the doubt or just an opportunity to say, okay, you can probably come and work for us in our business or we will find yours, you know. But another thing I always say when I'm joking around, it's that entrepreneurship is brutal. It's a lonely journey. It breaks relationships, both friendships and romantic relationships. It's not this glamorized journey that you see on Instagram and Facebook. People only show, we only show the good side of entrepreneurship. We only show you the fancy suits. But in reality, you are walking this journey alone. Unless your business benefits other people financially, people are loyal to what fits them. And when you're still building this baby, you will realize that you are alone in the jungle. And you need to decide if you're really ready to pursue this entrepreneurship business thing or you want to get a job. But currently, there's no jobs in this country. There's no jobs in Africa. You go to Botswana, the highly educated uh, young black people that have went to different you know, uh, institutions of learning, they are unemployed. 
And some of them are waiting for better conditions. Better conditions are not promised. This is Africa. You need to start with whatever that you have. You need to start wherever that you are. If you're thinking about doing kotas, me and I used to have Amy Cook in the West End and other young people used to work for me. And I was there as well doing Lamakota. I had another one at Lekstop. I'm not even a Lekstop guy. I had another one in Limpopo. I'm not even a Limpopo guy. So it's about just saying, I don't know much about the journey, but I will learn along the way. People wait too long. You better fail now and fail hard. You know, you'd rather celebrate your failures because failure is painted as something negative. Yet through failure, we get to get the correct answers. We do corrections and we get the right answers. So it's not for everyone. I mean, I love selling. I enjoy the pain. I laugh at myself. But for the mere fact that I, I live below my means, I have managed to survive and look as if I'm doing good. You know, even, even when I'm going through a lot of problems, you wouldn't see it because I live below my means. You will never understand my lifestyle. You'll think I'm boring. So, yeah, to young people, if your lifestyle is boring, you're actually saving yourself from a lot of nonsense outside of your house in, in the streets. There's nothing anymore in the streets. Young black people should just focus, build, self-educate, self-develop, get fiber in the house, spend their time on YouTube and starting further. Like right now, I just got accepted into a program. I'm going back to school for a couple of months studying further studying digital marketing well done well done rashid those are boss moves yeah yeah because the thing is this i realized that in my business i literally implemented everything that i learned from a very short course that i did with google and now <clears throat> right now i said okay let me take a lengthy uh, program and i got accepted more like a bursary and upon graduation, you'll get a certificate from Facebook, Meta. And these are things that I've done. So I'll just be, I guess, more, it will, it will have more direction because right now it's scattered, you know, self, when you're self teaching yourself, you know, suspect it's like this. People, young people, young black people, need to be inspired, motivated by their own struggles and poverty. We come from Soweto, we come from Timbisa and all these places. We come from humble homes. The only thing that we're trying to do here, it's change the status quo. It's change, it's achieve what our, what our parents couldn't achieve because of circumstances. We're not trying to compete with anyone. I know, know the size of your stomach. If when you know the size of your stomach, then you will determine how far or what is success to you, what is progression to you. Everything else that you see on social media, it's 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 some of the some of it it has no there's no truth behind it. And I've learned to zone out. 
I go on social media, laugh at certain things and go about my day, come home, sleep, pray. I pray a lot and she's from Bebo. You know, those type of things, just being a raw, raw African boy that speaks English because of, you know, it, it's, a, it's a way, it, it, it's a business language that we need to communicate with. But knowing yourself, it's very vital, you know. Um, I do agree with you totally, Rashid. Look, uh, we need to wrap up our conversation, but in just a minute, uh, how how have you accessed markets uh, to to sell your brand? Because that's another challenge that uh, entrepreneurs are facing. Distribution. Yeah, distribution is very important, and it it it, it requires a lot of money. But anyway, <clears throat> as I said earlier on, the size of your stomach. When you know the size of your stomach, you do acknowledge that even if I sold a hundred sneakers in a month, it's it's a big achievement. I've seen online businesses that are that couldn't sell even a single uh duffel something, just a single product. So for me, it's definitely staying online, running a website that is effective. Um with trusted gateways like PayFast, and we've included PayFlex right now, whereby you can buy our sneakers and pay in installments. Uh, this, the sneakers are like 650, obviously 750. So you pay installments, four different types of installments using proper recognizable uh, gateways, using social media to advertise how not just posting on my personal page, but having a budget that we pay Facebook with, then they will run our ads and analyzing the data after that, the data will, will, will let you know that you have clients in Limpopo, Western Cape, Gauteng, then you target those clients whenever you run an ad. Rashid, example, unfortunately, right we need to close up, right? I need to go to the news, but yeah. I've got such a beautiful message yeah. here from Mokopo, who says, Pat, this man is the type of young person this country should be having. He's unbelievable. Thank you very much for sharing your story with us. Give us uh, your sure. social media handles quickly, Rashid. Yes, yes, it's it's uh, if you go on Google, just say landlords, landlords footwear. Um, our WhatsApp where everybody orders it's 071 landlords footwear sneakers are 750. We do deliveries across the country. Thanks, thanks for again. joining us. Thank you, Landlord Sneakers. It's a minute after 11. We've taken up a minute of Madupi's time. Madupi, please do forgive us. Good evening.